Welcome to the NCO Journal Podcast, where we explore NCO professional development. This is a podcast series where we discuss published articles with authors and provide a forum for the open exchange of ideas, information, and solutions. I'm your host, Staff Sergeant Brandon Cox, Senior Editor of the NCO Journal. With us is the Managing Editor of the NCO Journal, Chago Zapata, and Sergeant First Class, Esvaldo Akite, the NCOIC of the NCO Journal. Today we discuss the article, Building the Command Relationship Through Professional Military Education, with Sergeant Major Jason Abitua, an Opsar Major for the 5th Battalion, 4th Air Defense Artillery Regiment in Ansbach, Germany. Thank you for joining us. Before we kick things off, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I'm Sergeant Major Abitua. Um, I'm the Operations Sergeant Major here at 5-4 ar in Ansbach, Germany. I've been in for just a little over 17 years. I've got two deployments, uh, one to Iraq, one to Afghanistan, and then an operational rotation to Bahrain, uh, which was a little different assignment for me, but I really enjoyed the, the time that I was there. I've been to numerous schools over the course of my career to include uh, Air Assault Airborne Ranger School. I've served in, in a lot of different leadership positions. And I think I was, I was only a, a troop for maybe a year and a half before I, I pinned corporal and been an NCO ever since. So served from team leader to drill sergeant to senior drill sergeant to enlisted personnel management division. And then uh, now I'm operations sergeant major. Sergeant major, you start your article off with something very common across the army, a soldier asking questions and how uh, officers respond. Can you talk a little bit about that or your experience as a new soldier? I had a unique first duty station, I guess, as a as a young troop, because I was assigned to a, a brigade, uh, HHB. So I kind of got thrown into environment with a lot of a lot of officers and a lot of senior enlisted. But I, I fully as a as a troop, I, I fully didn't understand, you know, the, the workings of what everybody was doing. You got to think, you know, this was 17 years ago. So the the culture was a lot different in that time. So I really didn't see behind the, the scenes on, you know, what officers did and what senior senior NCOs did. But I knew when it come to uh, the rubber meeting the road, you know, it was always NCOs out there um, leading and, and pushing training. So I, I went from there to an airborne unit in Fort Bragg. The NCOs definitely turned up turned up the heat on who you report to and who you talk to. So I found myself kind of as a, as a young soldier, not being able to talk to officers uh, unless it was on like a, a break or, you know, in passing or you guys were in the field just shooting the breeze. So as a, as a young troop, I didn't fully understand, you know, the, the officers were behind all the training and they were making sure risk assessments were done and they were making sure that ranges were locked in and, and con ops were done. Um, so it's kind of my experience when I first got into, you know, you go talk to an, an officer on your own as a younger soldier. It was like, you better have, you better have your first line leader with me and you better have a damn good reason to talk to him. I thought personally from the, from the reader's perspective, I thought that was a good approach, you know, putting that kind of uh, scenario because it was something that kind of drew me in immediately. 
So, you know, kudos to, to you on that for, for, for choosing that, that specific scenario because I think one of the important things about, about writing and uh, submitting work, especially to the NCO Journal, is that, you know, NCOs, I think, are, are very, they're busy. They, got, they don't have time to mess around or whatever. Something like that where you, you're able to capture or, or snag the reader at the very first part of your article. You know, you could write the best article in the world, but if nobody reads it, you know, what's the use? Is that what your purpose was when you picked that specific scenario to, to start your article? Yeah, 100%. You know, I wanted something to, to catch the, the reader and, and bring them in and make sure that they were interested in the article. And honestly, if it wasn't for the Sergeant Major Academy, I probably would have I probably would have ne- never took this step um, and put myself out there and writing this article. So just the, the education advancements that the NCOs have made throughout my career has been leaps and bounds. They definitely taught me a, a lot there um, that helped me write this article. Sorry, Major, you mentioned that learning the importance of, you know, the NCO and officer collaboration and working together changed everything for you. Can you tell us a little bit about when that happened and, and how that moment changed everything for you? Yeah, so I was probably first time I had a, a lot of interactions with a, uh, with an officer was when I became a drill sergeant, believe it or not, you know, a, a, an environment that's, that's run basically by NCOs. Uh, but we had an XO and he was, he was phenomenal. He was, it was the XO and we had the, the company commander and that was it for officers. As I made moves as being a drill sergeant from just being a regular drill sergeant to a senior drill sergeant, that relationship strengthened and seeing the amount of work that he did to make sure that we could do our jobs as drill sergeants um, from memorandums to range requests to coordinating food at the DFAC was unbelievable. And I realized at that point as a senior drill sergeant that I needed to leverage his expertise and his schooling to help me and help my other drill sergeants really accomplish the mission. Sergeant Major, what is it about today's Army, an environment that could make this collaboration possible for many NCOs as it did for you? The Army in general has changed. We have more of a, a culture of why and everybody wants to, wants to know. So I don't think there's a huge barrier now in a soldier asking a question of, hey, what do, what do officers do? What, what is my lieutenant, my platoon leader? What do they do? So I think we have a, a more open community now to where soldiers can ask those questions but not only that i think our ncos do a lot better job of educating uh younger ncos on the importance of having an officer and letting them see kind of what they they do behind the scenes uh your premise of tying the the your the the, uh the nco professional development the, the schools together so that you know you guys communicate the officers and the ncos communicate in certain scenarios, I guess, uh, uh, would that be a, an accurate way to put it? Uh, any challenges? I mean, I, I, maybe I'm playing devil's advocate, but what kind of, what kind of challenges do you see in, in communicating uh, across distances? You, you always want to be in the room with somebody, right? If you got to collaborate with them or you got to work, work on certain scenarios. So you can, you can either miss some, some physical cues or signals, uh, or you, you run into the, the fact of the matter of 
you know, maybe the person on the other side isn't 100% into it and they're, they're multitasking, right? So if you're not setting, setting apart the side and, and or monitoring um, how this collaboration is going, I mean, it could go, it could be a wasted, a huge waste of time. The way I see it happening is it would happen in the classroom. So whether the NCOs were, were at their PME and the officers are at their, at their schooling, they'd be in a classroom environment. They would just be in like breakout groups. We had a lot of breakout groups at the academy, um, but you had overseed by some sort of instructor. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Here, here's my concern. And maybe, again, I'm playing yeah. devil's advocate because there's so many NCO schools, so many NCOs doing, you know, for every MOS you have your uh, SLC or, or, you know, any all, all these different different uh, courses that NCOs have to go to. At what level would they be a part of this communication with the with the with the officer corps you know and then at what level would the core or the officer corps be a, a part of this this and maybe again you know i think it, it's something that, that that would need to be refined but i think it's a great idea because anytime that you get two different people you know from two different uh, points of view i guess uh to see the big picture together i think it's, it's all it could do is help but you know there's there's challenges associated with that yeah no definitely um, you you bring up a great point. My my opinion and my view on the paper was geared towards um, the primary educations before you take a platoon sonar spot. So before you become really a sonar first class. Uh, so you're looking at, at integrating um, in an ALC type environment, and then for the officers, you know, once they once they complete their lieutenant time, they go to triple C before they become a commander. That would be an opportune time to start merging um, these educations. But I think NCOs, we need to, especially at the BLC level, make a better introduction of, hey, this is what what platoon leaders might be doing. This is what your company commanders might be doing. Um, here's some things that you guys can help them out with. And by understanding some of their duties and responsibilities, I think it'll make it a lot easier for uh, your line sergeants to be proactive to help your platoon sergeants and your platoon leaders. But with that said, really in the ALC, SLC type level, linking up with the triple C courses, um, this would be a perfect opportunity to start running scenarios with your officer counterparts. So it's so when you take command, it's not your first opportunity or your first chance doing it. So you're able to work through uh, sharp related issues that a command team might have to have to encounter or um, EO type uh, issues or having a problem with the Army body composition program in your battery. It'd be opportunity for you guys to share the ideas in a learning environment prior to you actually having to get in the game. Yeah, I think that's one of the one of the things you mentioned in your article is that uh, this training um, prior to, you know, the command relationship training that you, that officers and NCOs will have to come together and do um, is probably the best way to do that through scenarios. Can you talk a little bit about uh, a scenario that really helped you out that, you know, uh, approach problems before, you know, you're actually in the line unit? So I guess it depends what, what level you're looking at, though. But so, like, let's take MDMP, for, for example, right? Um, depending on on your experience, that's not something an 
and NCO has a ton of um, practice in. But for officers, that's taught at the very beginning, MDMP and going through all the steps. So I think it would have been uh, beneficial to not only learn about it in the books, but actually go through a scenario of MDMP with an officer counterpart so you can uh, work through the issues um, that you have to do when you, when you get on the line. And that's where my question before, from before, which you answered, you know, just fine. I'm just bringing it up is that, you know, there's ALC courses for different MOSs. So there's going to be a lot of NCO ALCs for, say, the, the, the aircraft repair guys like you or the grunts like, like Sarnikite and, and other NCOs. So there's going to be a lot of things going on and only a few CCCs. So, uh, you know, that's where I think one of the big challenges would be, you know, at what point, who would you tie those uh, who who would who would be um, communicating or, or 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 working together in those in those classes? That would be the challenge, I would say. But I think it's still even if only a uh, that would happen with only a few classes here and there. I think it would be better than nothing, you know, which is what it is right now. No, not I hundred percent agree with you, and I might have I might have missed your point there. But no, you're right. We have we have a lot more NCOs in in the army than we do have officers. So. Most generally, we're gonna have, we're gonna have more, more primary edu- education schools. So, yes, I don't think we'd be able to hit every NCO and every officer, but if we can get the majority of them um, to link up, or even half of them, we're gonna be better down the road than we are right now with with future command relationships. Yeah, yeah which kind of leads to the next point here. That one of the questions that came up was about the. Um, the 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 stereotypes the impressions that that are made at at, uh, at certain levels of the of, of the officer and the NCO you know, career uh, and I know that that was one of the things you talked about in your article do you have anything yeah that's what I was going to say because um, if we're looking at ALC um, for the NCO side and and for the captain's career course for the officer side um, I mean we, you're talking about young NCOs here uh, young officers. And one of the problems that you mentioned is that divide uh, of first impressions affecting future NCO officer relationships. And so is there a danger of having them come together too early and maybe, you know, uh, you know, making those, those uh, stereotypes, you know, cemented earlier on in their, in their career? You know, I don't, I don't see a down downside to it, right? Because if you're in a classroom type environment with say 20 NCOs and, and 20 officers, and you guys got to work on multiple scenarios with multiple individuals, you can see that, okay, not all NCOs think the same and not all NCOs are going to react um, like a certain individual. But the minute you take uh, platoon type leadership, you know, you're married to that individual for, for said time, whether it's a year or two years. And that's really your only look at how you think the NCO core or the officer core is going to be. Um, so I think giving multiple, multiple views and multiple opinions of a wider range of NCOs and officers would only help help not cement a first impression of an NCO or an officer. 
Yeah, especially for the younger, younger people. They, they all there's always preconceived ideas, and the more that they're able to associate, even if it's in a classroom environment, I think the more that those preconceived ideas can be challenged. So I think it's it, it, it can only do good. You know, you get you, you're a brand new uh, lieutenant, right? You come to your first unit, and you got a a sergeant first class who's coming up on 19 years and he's ready to retire you know like his head's already checked out of the game it's probably not going to be a first good impression on that lieutenant you know and he's he's now having to do nco stuff he's not getting mentored he's not um he's not getting inspired or getting the leadership that he should be um and now for the rest of his career unless he comes across a stellar nco to to change his opinion he's going to be like Man, the NCO Corps is lazy. I can't, I can't depend on it. I had to cover down in my first unit. So that's kind of what I was going at and, and getting after is, you know, you might not have, because we're not lucky enough to pick who we're going to ever be in command with. So you, it's always a roll of the dice. But with more exposure to more NCOs and, and more officers and getting that time in a, in a school-type environment to practice, to where it's not going to 100% affect your career. Um, I think, it, again, it only it only builds on strengthening command teams later on. That, you got to look at the networking side of it, right? Because there's people I've been to ALC with and SLC with, and I've never met in my life, but going through the course with them and working through some of this, this schoolwork, you know, I made lifelong friends. And I talk, talk to them, I, I talk to them still to this day. So building that relationship and meeting some of these young officers, um, that's, a, that's another resource that you can call later on in your career. Yeah, I think that's one of the things too about um, when it comes to, like some, when I first took over the NCO Journal back in 2015, there, was, there were issues with uh, somebody, I, I, it was at the Sergeant's Major Academy, and there was challenges to like when we got uh, – some submissions from officers uh and i and and they were like they were resistant no this is the nco journal you know this isn't this isn't uh, the 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 place for officers but i i i completely nixed that because i thought you know this is the place where you as nco where ncos come to grow where they come to learn and what better place to 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 learn about our, our the officer counterparts this is a very important subject in that that i think that the more ncos are able to learn how to uh, communicate and and um, and learn from the officer corps, uh, and vice versa. I think the better and the, the the better the NCOs that come out of you know of the army, and the better the NCOs are there are in the future. So kudos to you for this article. I thought I thought it was well written. It was a great subject. No, and it, and that's great. You know, and this might this might not be the set at all, right? But at least we're stimulating conversation. At least we're we're thinking about it. And and who knows, you know, maybe maybe somebody reads this article and they're able to add to it. And, and this is something that comes to fruition and uh, it helps the Army as, as a whole, because that's what it's really about. You know, after doing this for so many years, it's not about officers and warrant officers and NCOs, but it's about the, the military uh, in general, not just the Army. It's about everybody getting better. And the only way we do that is, is stimulating conversation and sharing ideas. Thank you, Sergeant Major, for joining us, and a thank you to our audience. 
Remember to put your knowledge to the page, submit articles, and get published with the NCO Journal. Don't forget to check out our webpage and follow us on social media. We'll catch you next time on the NCO Journal Podcast.